Pete, once again, thanks for taking a couple of minutes to chat about uh, this coming week. The Falcons come to town, but let's go back a few days. Um, winding down now, a week of practice getting set after that uh, tough loss in San Francisco to the Niners. So how did your week of practice go, first of all? Well, it was, uh, it was really focused. Uh, guys felt really bad about the way we played. You know, we, we, there was, across the board, there was just a lot of stuff that got away from us. Those penalties were spread around to a number of places in the, in the, the areas. We made a couple went the wrong way in a couple of runs. We haven't done that all camp. And uh, so there was just stuff that, that we didn't do well that we give them a ball in the 22-yard line on the punt, you know. I mean, just So it was a game that was really uh, didn't feel like that was us. And so I'm hoping that we bounce right back and you see us play good, solid football and play you know mistake-free and, and give ourselves a chance to win a football game like we did in week one. So it's, uh, that, that week is done and we put it behind us and, and hopefully we put together the kind of week they can, they can win for us. Yeah, you said it was nice to get back to a regular week. I assume you meant just being on that regular schedule that you're used to with a game on Sunday, right? Yeah, we really haven't. You know, we had the, the big build up the couple of weeks going into the opener, and then we have a short week again. And we had had remember a Thursday week in, in uh, camp, and mm-hmm. uh, and then it was just it's. I've been trying to fake it like we're on a regular week, you know, and trying to make <laughs> them think it's a comp Wednesday and it's a Thursday and all that, but. Uh, this is officially it, and it's what's important about that is to capture the rhythm of the week so that we can find our consistency and, and, and make our performance consistent based on that. I, I've heard it from coaches, and I think I've heard it from you as well, but that after a loss, especially a tough loss like the other day, players get over that fairly quickly. I mean, you know, physically they're tired and emotionally and all that, but they, they can get over it fairly quickly. It's the coaches who kind of have it uh, hang with them for a little longer. What was the week like for you and your coaches? What do you do when – if, in fact, it is tougher for you guys to get over the hump on a game like that? Well, it's uh, – I, I don't know that we were that much different than the players. I, I've not recognized that. Sometimes, you know, it can be a personal thing or whatever that, you know, individual guys don't don't respond well. Um, but uh, I, I just don't see it that way. But um, it, it is – it's something that we have – that's why we have routines. You know, we have routines so that we can – allow the rhythm of the early part of the week and we get it we get past monday and we're, we're on it we know what would happen and then tuesday is the day to let it go and then wednesday you come in and we rip on wednesday we we really try to get their attention on wednesdays that's why we have you know all the competitions and the things that we do to get back to practice in football discarding the, the what just happened one way or the other and, you know it was we've been at the extreme you know we had the uh, the opener that was a challenge to, to handle i, I might have mentioned it to you then that uh, it was such a an exciting win, fans, the whole thing it was just such a you know Monday night and all that. We needed to be good at that, and we weren't good enough at it. We didn't handle it well enough because our performance didn't show it uh, when we went to San Francisco. So uh, now we come off a loss. It's, it's the other end of the spectrum, but yet it's still the distraction factor that we're trying to control. And so we'll see if we get it done here. And, and it's it's important for a young team like we have a, a lot of young guys to show them how this works. And so I'm I'm anxious to get out there and play again. Part of that, showing these young guys how it works, is is making the corrections that need to be made. And and you've said, I know Clint said this week as well, that um, sometimes it takes a little tough love, but you have to tell players they have to be convinced about the accountability and all that. And and he said with the tough love part of thing with a coach, the relationship between the coach and player has to be strong to be able to do that. You've got a lot of assistants who it appears to me have that relationship with their players as teachers and as men. Well, it's it really is at the heart of the culture that we've tried to live by here. You know, is that we it is a relationship based uh, 
organization. And that means that we, we really care about these guys, but we care about them so that we can also take them where they're capable of going. And we don't have to hold back or pull punches or, 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 you know, try to go easy on them. We, we've invested a lot in them and we care a ton about them so that we can get there to, to the real essence of how things go. And that, that's, that, the point is just so that you can communicate. It makes sense. They know that you care. You, they know that you still love them, but yet you're kicking them in the butt. And, and that's that's just what it is. And, and uh, so uh, that's been a really important part of our program. It's been, I think, a, a, a marker of consistency for us over the years that we can get through the stuff and we can find consistency that makes us different than others. I've been asked by a lot of people when you and I were playing back in the day, you know, coaches could kind of chew on our butts and that's just the way it was. And then you you get going. Do players still respond? Um, in the way you want them to, even if, you know, you have to be a little bit tough with them sometimes? Well, that's why we have to know who they are and know how they respond because not everybody uh-huh. reacts the same, you know. And so some guys need to keep, be kicked in a butt and some guys need to, to, to be hugged up and, and everybody needs to be respected. And so that's, that's, that's where we have to find out how to do that and, and manage each guy. That's why it's so important for our, our coaches to know our players so well so that they can really maximize the relationship. And sometimes it, it – there, there, some guys are, we're hard on guys the whole time, and that, that's kind of the way it is, you know. And then you hug them up after they do great, and then you get back on their butt again, you know. And so, um, but we've found that that if we invest in the relationship, then we can take it wherever we need to go, and, and, and then it's on us to do a good job of doing that. All right, let's talk a little bit about the guys that are coming in town, the Falcons. Um, they're a hungry team; they're owing to, and they come in a different team than they've been in fact for the last what 13 14 seasons because Matt Ryan is no longer the quarterback there so it appears that they have really kind of changed that philosophy somewhat uh from what they used to be what do you see out of the Falcons yeah i, I i've noted um the transition that they've made from Matt to uh to Marcus Mariota is really just obvious that they 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 knew who they had they knew the style of play that he could bring them uh, hopefully their best success, and they changed in, in that the quarterback is now a focal point of the offense in terms of his designed runs and, and his concepts of getting outside the pocket and all of that are really apparent. So, I mean, it's not stuff you saw from the Falcons for, for years, you know. So uh, it's a really good job of, of, of coaching staff and, and them, you know, playing to their personnel, and, and they're, they're difficult. They, they cause problems for us, and uh, we really have to work hard to get this right. That said, they have some pretty good uh, guys who can catch the ball. Pitts is one. Patterson now is coming out of the backfield, but he's he was a receiver uh, and and still is to a great extent. So they've got some weapons. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see Rapes. He's going to he's going to surprise you how he looks at a running back. Now he's the tallest running back you've ever seen. Uh, he's like <laughs> six four something, but he's. Um, it seems like he's six four, maybe, but maybe he isn't. I don't know. He seems so tall, and he's wearing that big eighty four back there, you know. So it's just unusual. Uh, and they still use him as a receiver. They'll they'll shift him out of the backfield and do things with him. But that's not his focal point. His focal point is carrying the football. And man, does he run tough! And so uh, their their group is a good group, and they're coming downhill. They, they they try to stretch and get the ball on the perimeter when they can, and uh, to use that speed and, and that complementing coming off the quarterback uh, threats too makes it a really difficult offense. What does that mean for your defense? What do you have to do this week to slow them down that you maybe didn't do or you have to do better from yeah, a week ago? We, we need to really be on 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 scheme. We need to be really scheme uh, ready because the guys have to be in the right place when the quarterback is an option player. And if you if you, you blow it and you, and you go hit the dive back and, and here comes the quarterback all by himself, they get just free yards it feels like. So we have to be really disciplined on the edge and do a nice job of not – not letting them, uh, you know, factor where the quarterback can be a nightmare. So if, if 
that's going to be the outside linebackers have a lot to do with that, and the nickels and uh, those guys have a lot of job responsibility here, and so that that's a big deal to us. Flip it back over, your running attack. What do you got to do to get that going? Yeah, we just need to keep going. We need, you know, we didn't run the ball enough. We got to keep going. We need more turns, more more swings, you know, and and uh, um, that we have to get our first downs. We got to move the football to make that happen. But we got to stay with it. And uh, I really, really am disappointed in last week's out- output in the running game. It, it it is again one of the things that you said. This team has to be able to do play great defense, play special teams, run the football. Kind of had some issues with all three of those. And also, you've got a couple of guys banged up. Damian Lewis being one up front. How's he doing? Uh, he practiced yesterday and uh, and got some work done. So that's a really good sign that he's uh, that he's going to be available for us. We got to see how he does today. Uh, see if he comes back and and if he can get his work done. And there's no, you know, setback from from the Thursday work. And so we'll we'll find out. Cody. Uh, he, he also went on Thursday and, and we'll see him really this kind of the same evaluation. You got to see how they respond to the work that they took, uh, they under, undertook the day before. Pete, good luck this week. We will see you, uh, in our pregame chat have a good practice today. Yeah. We can't wait to get back in the Lumen. That was such a, such an event last time. I'm, I'm hoping we can get them up off their seats a little bit and have some fun with it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure you will. Thanks bud. Okay. See ya.